0: What's up party people, you know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right. It's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers so they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theatreaccounts.co.uk. That's Theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theateraccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the In's and Out's podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. If you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The In's and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the In's and Outs Podcast, I speak to professional dancer Lyndon Barr. Lyndon is currently in Zoo Nation's show Message in a Bottle, which is in the West End. He gives us an insight into the process of working on the show and what rehearsals were like. He also gives us an insight into his journey as a dancer he also tells us about his position working at bodyworks theater company and that he's been there since he was six years old and now he's 28 that's pretty impressive uh please leave us a five-star rating and review on itunes and share this podcast with your friends and family here is Lyndon. bar boom and we're in, motherfucker. What's up? What's going on? Thank you so much for coming on the show on this lovely Friday morning. I know. Thanks for coming over. Of course. It's fucking sunny today.
1: It is a good day.
0: It is a good day. Like no storm Edna or no. storm linden or storm <laughs> <laughs> anything going on. I literally left the offices where I'm staying, come here, and I was like, the sun's shining. And I've never done an early podcast before.
1: Okay, I thought no. it was a normal thing when you messaged me. I was like, oh okay.
0: No, I've never done a morning one. I always do like afternoon or evening, and it's weird because I'm always like, by the time the evening comes and I've got do when i'm a bit like
1: oh i can't be bothered
0: i'm tired so i was like my new thing is like to do them when i'm fresh fresh yeah so i'm gonna try and do start doing morning ones and see if there's a difference so hopefully people will be like he sounds perky today you know what i
1: mean we shall see
0: we shall yeah. see well mornings for you probably suck at the moment because you're probably exhausted
1: yeah yeah yeah. it was a push it's a push
0: <laughs> so thank you <laughs> That's cool. at the moment you're doing message in a bottle right yeah,
1: yep messaging a bottle with zoonation how's it going uh, really good really good it's been a really um long and interesting process yeah um we had 10 weeks creation and that's the longest i've ever had to rehearse anything ever um <laughs> but now we're in a stage where the show's open we've done our previews done our press night the show's not changing anymore yeah and we're just having fun and performing it every night and it's great
0: have you ever been in the creation process of a show before
1: not like this i was trying to think this is definitely the first time i've been like original cast of something um when we did into the hoods it was a kind of it was a revamp so we were creating new stuff but mm. the show was there so mm. it wasn't like ah, oh, what's the story gonna be we all knew the story but it was just choreography was updated and sections were refined so that was it was a new version of a show but it wasn't yeah. like a Brand new show. This is the first time I've done literally something from scratch, which yeah. no one knows about. Yeah, that's fresh.
0: And because I guess when you're normally learning a show, right, and it's already been created, you're just slotting into a track which has been kind of mastered. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you're creating a show and you'd say you're a week into the show and you're like, you know what, that's still not working, mm-hmm. then you're changing shit on the fly.
1: Like we would do a number and then the next day come in and just redo the whole number.
0: Oh my God. So
1: it's like, yeah it was a lot of changing but you kind of now all it all makes sense yeah and like cutting this and cutting that and adding this and oh let's try like this and even from like costume like the original costume that we had to what we're wearing on stage now is like completely different yeah um, obviously bits have stayed the same but like we had, like, all these turbans that we were meant to wear. And yeah. like, I think we wore them for, like, one run. And it was like, yeah, we're not going to wear They're the turbans falling anymore. <laughs> falling off. Yeah. Um I think maybe it was an image thing. And then, like, we kept some of them. And then I think my one, uh, which I wear for one of the characters, was, like, the last one to go. And oh. We were secretly like, yes. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Doing, like, flips and stuff with turbans on our heads. Oh. Just, like, you know when you just don't want something that's going to fall off? Yeah. Even flips with a hat is annoying. Yeah, Like, uh, a hat um, that you used to wearing. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of changes, yeah. but... It's been great. I mean, we're in a, like I said, we're in a place where the show is starting to just feel like normal. And I said this the other day when we kind of spoke at the end of the week and I said I felt like it had been like a transition week of we've done our press night now. So all that like pressure has gone and we've transitioned into the next stage. But instead of like sitting back and being like, oh, we know the show, we're now able to push it every night mm-hmm. because because we're comfortable in our tracks yeah we can now like try new things or i, I
0: guess you're you know, not thinking about the track now no, you're, not at all. you're performing the track yeah because there is that element of when you first open or your first few shows your first few runs like we do it every year with dream boys on tour you know open a new show every year and it's like the first like for us say month because we do like three shows a week mm. we're always a bit like oh that's still not there and yeah. you're thinking about what's going on as opposed to it being like second nature that's
1: the thing and like To really dive into the character as well, which is important with this one. You can't be thinking about the steps.
0: Yeah, you said that you're one of your characters. Do you have a lot of characters? Yes,
1: I cover three. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Do you do all three in one show? No. So, um, three tracks. Okay, so sick. I was thinking, damn, you play three characters in one show? Go on. But actually,
1: in the show, I think I play probably give or take maybe six or seven characters wow yeah because i don't have i'm not one of the leads Mm -hmm. so as an ensemble we end up in different places all the time and every time we're in a new place yeah i'm a new person
0: yeah do you have lines and stuff or
1: no there's no um spoken word and there's there's no like narration there's no singing which is a new one for Nation because usually it has that kind of like musical theatre-esque feel yeah whether that's like yeah singers or not narrator this
0: singing in the, and with a narrator it's not normally scripted yeah. i guess
1: yeah and this one is yeah it's pure pure dance oh, sick! and obviously there's there's music but it's uh, all tracked there's no it's not live um and the using the music of sting mm-hmm. it, it tells the story but at the same time like obviously not every lyric was the lyrics weren't created for the show so yeah. the songs have been fitted to the show yeah and changed and adapted and whatnot but i do think that like dance has to tell the story first and foremost yeah and the songs fit in and and guide it as well yeah, but the, definitely the movement is what's driving the story
0: yeah it's kind of like bat out of hell i guess yeah because that was kind of similar it was like meat love songs but there's no there's no reference to the songs and the the story i guess they've just yeah. made a story and the songs fit yeah so there's like a Way of listening to the music yeah. and being entertained,
1: and I think some of the songs are like quite literal in like the words that they say, and some are a little bit more of like a a different meaning. You know, mm. you've yeah, got to think a little bit further into it, I guess. Yeah.
0: How long's how long have you got left
1: of your run? Um, so we've got once we finish this week, we have another two weeks in London, and then we have uh, roughly six weeks on tour.
0: Oh, sick! You're doing lots of different venues.
1: Yeah. So we go to Luxembourg, uh, Birmingham, Manchester. Then we're in Switzerland for three weeks. And then we're doing like a festival in Lyon in France. Oh,
0: sick. So you get to go to some cool places. You're not just doing all all the little places around the UK, I guess. Yeah,
1: no, it's a nice... I think it's a nice balance. Because even when we're in Manchester, it's like the Lowry, which is obviously a really big theatre. And same um, in Birmingham, it's Hippodrome. So it's like some good big UK venues. Mm. But also some nice international dates as well.
0: Yeah, that's dope. Hippodrome's lovely. Yeah. In Birmingham, I like that theatre. So you'll run, besides rehearsals of performing it's like a 10 week run i guess
1: um a little bit longer we had including like previews and everything i think we had about seven weeks in london and then it's like six weeks on tour
0: that's nice man for a show because then
1: we have three weeks off and then france is like a random week in the end of may
0: that's dope so it's not too long of a run where you're gonna get fed up of doing it
1: no and i think with the show because it's like full of individuals Mm. and because we all we don't have swings we have like an alternate casting so some people just have their one role but most people have two or three roles mm-hmm. so when you're going on you're like oh i'm with you today or oh you're that person today so it's always different yeah. and i think that is keeping it fresh as well definitely
0: yeah that's dope uh so who's choreographed it? kate and lucas lucas yeah is there anyone
1: else um so tommy and lizzie uh, the, uh were kate's assistant choreographers mm-hmm. so they did bits here and there um kate actually did a lot of it herself Mouse. She did a yeah, majority of it. Lucas did his sections and then there was obviously sort of collaborations that happened as well.
0: Yeah, because I wasn't sure if Kate was choreographing or just directing.
1: Yeah, well, I thought that she would be more so directing, but actually she did a lot of the choreography. That's dope. And I think she, I think it was like a passion project for her as well. Yeah. Um, Just from kind of what she said over the process, I know that it was like, her way of sort of coming back into dance a little bit she said that she felt like she wanted to go more down the direction route but this project actually brought back her love for choreography yeah
0: i need to get kate on the show man like she's such (laughs)
1: an og and like
0: i mean she's had such a big impact for dancers do Mm -hmm. you mean in the community she's created so many jobs and i guess she's put dance in the forefront of theatre now. Uh,
1: Yeah, and in so many ways, like, obviously, we, she did the, everyone's talking about Jamie film this year as well, so it's, like, a huge film that, you know, so many dancers, including myself, have been lucky enough to do. There's obviously been the Nation stuff, Mm -hmm. but then this project is actually a collaboration between Sadler's Wells and Universal Music, and again, with it being Lucas on board as well, Mm -hmm. it's more of a contemporary kind of feel, so it's not just... Like, the work that everyone maybe knows her for, like, the Into the Hoods and the Summer Hip hop Yeah. Nation have, you know, done music videos back in the day, like, yeah, TV performances for artists, like, yeah, all the corporate think, stuff, you know? And I think when
0: you hear Nation you just go, some like a hip-hop, yeah. you know, Mad Hatter, you can just go straight to those hip-hop theatre shows, but it is more than that. Like, yeah. I, I've done, I did the Olympic
1: torch thing for Nation. Yeah. like, you know what I mean? yeah it's been across the years there's been so much opportunity
0: i actually used to do that you probably did one some as well the best gigs for Nation was the playstation games yeah like they were the best gigs ever and they got paid the best
1: (laughs) yeah i did um like a street fighter launch which was really cool um so we like recreated like scenes from street fighter oh and rowan choreographed it that was that was like a really fun one again just like well paid like obviously Tally being the agent, yeah, yeah. looking after you, making sure that everything's good. And you just feel like, oh, I'm actually like doing a cool job yeah, and getting paid good money. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. As opposed to being rinsed doing other stuff. Yeah, you know, sometimes corp- corporate can either be like really low budget or really high budget. Well, I'm our techie,
0: I was speaking to him last night and he was telling me that he's doing a corporate gig next week. He's a lighting and sound engineer. And he was saying, he's like, I can't believe how well they're paying me. Yeah. He's like, I didn't even like quote on that much they just offered me that much money yeah. and i was like isn't it funny how corporate gigs is like one extreme or the other literally you're either mind blown either way yeah like or good or like, bad oh
1: can you just do that oh yeah like a 100 pound for like all the dancers and you're like, yeah. what? or it's like um a thousand pound a dancer and you're like how does that yeah. add up <laughs> and you just go okay <laughs>
0: don't distract them okay, yeah. okay i'll take cool. it yeah <laughs> yeah it's mental corporate stuff's mad um, so you said that you did the film All About Jamie, mm-hmm. how was that?
1: Yeah it was cool, um, I just did like a short scene on it which was nice um, and it was really cool because we just kind of got brought in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I auditioned like earlier in the year for, for Summer K-pop and Mission A Bottle, mm-hmm. so I'd sort of reconnected with the company, yeah. so to then kind of just get an email like, oh, are you guys free for this, it was nice because I met a lot of people that I'm now working with. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I just did one scene. It was, I felt like, obviously there was people that did a lot of scenes, but mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of people also just did like one scene here, one scene there. Like Michael Naylor did it as well, but I didn't do the same scene as him. Mm-hmm. Like So a lot of people working on it at different times, but it was just nice to be on a job with, like, loads of cool dancers and just yeah. connect with different people. Had you ever done a film before? No, I hadn't. Oh, sick. And that was something that I obviously wanted to do, so I was yeah. like... Get I've get never cool. done one
0: either. And yeah. I said before on a podcast I wanted to do it, and then Ima was like, Kate's doing... Yeah. <laughs> Something about Jamie, like, you should message her. And I'm like,
1: I'm not free. I'm like, yeah. like, well, do you remember that film that we went to do?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> no, I'll say, it. I'm going to fuck. The one for Dancers Inc.
1: Yeah, it was Melody, right?
0: Yeah, Melody. And it was like that whole audition process and everything. Yeah, crazy. And quite a few dates as well. Money yeah. was good. And then, bam, disappeared. I spoke to yeah. Chris. Whoop, whoop. that's us that's the police comments for talking about right. it um <laughs> it's like do not mention this ever i spoke to chris about it on his podcast when i did with him about yeah. it and he was just like nothing do do you know what yeah, mean it's like just up to left. Like, left yeah and it was crazy that was because i was thinking yes finally a film
1: yeah and like we had loads of dates for it and like again it was like a really good group of people like there was loads choreographically, of choreographically like i think bb was doing something yeah there, right and it was like yeah i was like this is gonna be sick and then yeah guys you're not doing it anymore okay cool like the week before though yeah it wasn't even
0: When some people had already shot for it yeah
1: i'd I'd done one rehearsal day did you do a rehearsal day as well
0: no i hadn't done a rehearsal day i had one coming
1: oh had i yeah i did one rehearsal day i can't remember in pineapple in the big studio yeah upstairs right (laughs) top floor
0: yeah yeah i definitely did one rehearsal day and then i know some people had already shot like scenes and stuff Yeah, like aaron bryant he had done like quite a few scenes already man. and just boom gone i wonder if they got paid i remember speaking to guy about it after yeah and obviously you know guy he's going in he's like i'm chasing my money and i was like let yeah. me know how
1: you get on bro conrad used to message me like every week about it and i was like bro like there's so many of us um he was like nah man we need to go to the agents and i'm like yeah we can do that but if hands are tied hands are tied yeah mean, the, who the agents going to? that's like, the thing and then if like the company goes bust and it's a limited company it's worth like a pound right so no one's getting anybody. no one's getting anything i'll take that pound though <laughs> yeah. better than nothing <laughs> the pound for my lunch yeah i'll buy a
0: coffee later <laughs> yeah, great half a coffee half a coffee um no that was a crazy one well hopefully like now with dancers network hopefully shit like that gets solved yeah because they're doing good things like they've bumped up the show rates massively yeah and rehearsal rates i was like damn i left at the wrong time i know and they? just
1: awareness as well like i think Younger dancers are coming in now, and they know what they should be getting paid. Like I didn't know what I was, should have got paid when I first started I working. Didn't have a clue. I think when I first started working, I was like, "Oh, you, like, you get paid for everything, like this, that, and the other." Yeah. Like, I remember the first time I got PDS, and I was like, "What's this?" Yeah, what's the and PD? They were like, It's podium, and I kind of went, oh, "Okay," yeah. I had to like Google it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, still didn't. Why know. are you giving me cash? I yeah. just turned up. Like.
0: Yeah, but I was sold that. I did um, Alicia Dixon music video. Uh, let's get excited. I'm so excited yeah. As for, for free. I was an extra. Yeah. I didn't know you were meant to get paid to be an extra. No. I was like, oh, just advertised need extras. Great experience to be on CV. set with Boom. professionals and rich and tone. And I'd never done a job before. And yeah. you know no different. No one had ever told me that's right or wrong. Or, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Now, looking back, you go got mugged because well probably all of us did there's about 100 extras on that gig and they're all dancers do you know what i mean yeah it was the
1: same actually when i did Cher lloyd the first time um there was like loads of extras and i'm pretty sure they didn't get paid yeah but then we were on a really good wage
0: yeah which is mad i was like oh okay but yeah, you wouldn't know, right? But I think Dancers Network are doing great awareness stuff for that now. Definitely. I wish we had that when we were younger. I know. Like, we're, you're about the same as me, like, 10 years in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that look at your We are now face. the old people. We are now the old, Do you remember being the young cats? Yeah. Do you remember going into the rehearsal and being, like, the baby?
1: I remember, like, yeah, auditioning, and it would be, like, me, you, probably, like, Sam Fleet or whatever, and then everyone would be there, like. The big dogs, yeah,
0: people. like Jay and oh BB, and they're like, just trying to get like
1: one of us to get the job, so we yeah. got a bit of experience.
0: And they'd be like, What, what why are you going to get over them? And me and you'd be like, Because we can flip,
1: yeah, i to like, no el- do every flip I can do, yeah. No,
0: no one else can dance and <laughs> flip. Do you remember when that was a thing? It was like, yeah. If you could dance and flip, everyone would be like, Oh my god, I know, whereas now it's like no, a it's given. Like what,
1: you can't flip, oh, okay. Well, yeah then you're, not you're a useless <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: thanks like, well it was like that audition we did for dancers inc i remember will west i never had a clue who he was and, he and I, remember his, it <laughs> I remember up i his freestyle he threw down and i was like he can yeah, have my yeah. spot yeah like, what
1: well, do you think you're good at flips and then will west comes in
0: and just throws down an epic freestyle for yeah. like a minute minute and a half freestyle i'm just like, just like he can have my job like he mad. deserves it
1: Like jai is in the show as well at the moment he's and unreal like, bro. every time he's doing stuff i'm just like how are you doing that yeah. Like, and we're in bare feet as well. So there's yeah. certain things that I'm not throwing because I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not my, breaking my foot. My feet hurt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like This guy's doing crazy stuff looking like he's at Becton.
0: Yeah. I'm not even back tucking barefoot. <laughs> like there's no chance in hell. Like that solid floor as well. <laughs> if it's not a sprung floor, yeah. not a way. It's sprung, but it's hard. Yeah.
1: But anything's hard like eight times a week, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything, especially when you're thirty. Like, so you know I mean, maybe. you're getting on.
1: No, I'm not quite there yet.
0: No, what are you? Twenty eight. Uh, twenty eight this month. Yeah. No, I'm twenty. I'm thirty in May. So okay. getting there. We're getting old. I watched Jai in um, uh, Cats, and I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought the film was trash.
1: Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> was I there. haven't actually seen the full film. I've just seen. The save, section, yourself. So, um, save yourself. So. Save yourself. Wait till it comes out, and you can watch it for free. Yeah.
0: Um, but he is fantastic in it. Yeah, he's like, great, man. I think that all the older dancers do an amazing job. The dancing's great. The choreography's good. And then the actual film is garbage. <laughs> like, Jenny's just like, where did this go wrong? Yeah, you guys got it so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Like, I remember there's one bit where they sit down and James Corden, you can see the bootstraps. Well, his boots, like, do you know, like, where you go under your trainer? Yeah, if yeah, you've yeah. got like a cover over your boot, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so the, you can see the strap under his thing. uh Is it Meryl Streep, the old gal in it? Yeah. You can see she's got a wedding ring on in the final Aww. scene. I'm like, what the hell? Like, the married cat. Yeah, the married <laughs> pussy. <laughs> It's madness. Uh, Speaking of like dancers awareness, uh, dancers network raising awareness for students, stuff. are you still working with Body Works?
1: Yeah, I haven't been able to be there for a little while just because I've been in the shows Um, Mm. and I did a show like last year in summer as well. So I haven't been regular for, it will be like a year by the time I finish this. Yeah, Um, because you were really invested in there for quite a while. Yeah, uh, more so in the theatre school, which is like the kids program they have. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was like actually head of theatre school for a year and then I was transitioned into like a creative director position there Mm -hmm. Um, because if I'm completely honest, my passion for teaching lies between kind of 14 to 18 years. That's like the age that I really like when they kind of make that decision to go, I want to do this. Yeah. Or when they're so good that you can tell them like, you know, you could actually do this professionally. Yeah. And they're like, really? Yeah. And I think at that age, and I've been privileged to teach like some really good students. And I'm like, you're like 16 and you're better than professionals already. Mm. And, but they've got the mindset of a child. So you can still like mentor them and guide them. And they take everything like, oh my God, you know. Yeah. Whereas sometimes- Just They're still excited. Yeah. It, that can go a little bit at college level, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah so i'm i'm there technically i still teach the theater school Mm -hmm. and i still like choreograph for shows and stuff um and i will be like doing some more work there i had to step away a little bit from the college just because i didn't have the time and i just feel like as a college teacher they need someone that's going to be there every week
0: yeah something they can rely on i guess yeah
1: and I, i think with commercial you end up getting loads of guest teachers anyway Because that's just the nature of, like, our industry. It's just like, oh, that person's free. Get them for a workshop or whatever. Yeah, and I guess
0: you're not going in and teaching a ballet, a set ballet bar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you can go in and just give them, like, an audition class. That's the thing.
1: But then I think their actual teacher needs to be there every week. Yeah. So you have, like, a a regular teacher once a week, and then you have guests come in. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're not building any foundation when the guests come in. You're like, oh, what's going on, you know?
0: It's, 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 I guess... It's interesting you say that, like when it's like a ballet teacher or stuff, and I guess as long as they're a high caliber, they come in and they do a ballet bar, they're teaching technique, they're teaching stuff which shouldn't be different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But when you go in and teach, in quotations, commercial. Hmm. like that? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? When they teach commercial, a commercial class, they like to call it, like, I guess you're giving the students as many looks as possible. Yeah. So they're not always getting... Uh, how we like to dance.
1: Well, that's the thing. They're like, going to
0: get a Philip Birchall and they're going to get a Ricky Jinx. Yeah. and They're going to get a BB. They're going to get lots of different things. They're going to get a Rachel K. Like,
1: yeah, I remember I had Rachel K at college once and I was like, wow, this is new. because yeah, It was but, like our guest. We used to have a guest commercial slot every week or Friday or whatever it was. And I remember she came in and I was like, and she taught to Jesse J. Do It Like a Dude, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was just so different to what i would expect from that song well you're expecting kim yeah well for one i'd <laughs> yeah. seen the video yeah um and like yeah i kind of felt like that and then she came in and it just it just opened my mind a bit because i think i f- i thought commercial was a, th- a thing but it's not you know yeah and i was like oh there's like a kind of contemporary side of commercial too yeah. maybe i should try and do that as well yeah you know
0: no it's definitely a game changer i enjoy teaching i teach at wilkes not regularly but it's my favorite. They're my favorite people to teach because they're the ones which are like, I want to do this for a living.
1: Yeah, I heard great things about women, And
0: I think that's the difference of when you go... I go and teach at like, like a lot of dance schools, like yeah. Sally's Dance School or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And you teach the 13-year-olds <laughs> and she's going to be, she wants to be a dancer. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, she's 13. Like, let's wait till she's 16. And yeah.
1: And even now, I think more like... Uh, young people let's say not kids are training at like 18 so even 16 now it's like you've got like two years to actually think about what you want to yeah, do yeah well,
0: philip said that the other day because now they have they start later yeah like I, think, an, I was like so they graduate in college at say 21 21 22. Yeah,
1: more like uni kind of ages yeah um yeah i know like certain places like wadi for example they have a diploma course still so you can go at 16 yeah but where a lot of them are more degree courses and people just want to do degrees nowadays because that's what the thing to do I, mean, I don't know why yeah. I mean I went at 16 because there was nothing else that I could yeah like, same do. I didn't I was, know anything else I couldn't sit in school for another two years just like Sat hating my, my life <laughs> where did you go? Um, school or college no no college I went to bodywork. oh sick yeah so it's about like half an hour-ish from my parents' house yeah Um. so at 16 I got the choice of you either you can go there now mm-hmm. or you can wait two years and then you can audition in London mm. I was like okay well looks like i'm going yeah what (laughs) what am i going to do for two years waiting you know and luckily like where they're from kind of essex area um like saffron Walden, which is sort of in between london and cambridge Uh i kind of could travel to london anyway yeah so from a young age i'd always been up and down to pineapple and whatnot so i felt like yeah i'm going to train in cambridge but i can still go to london at the weekend i can go there in my like holidays and stuff. none of
0: it's far from each other really yeah
1: i didn't feel that need to be in london yeah um until like the day i graduated and then i moved straight away
0: yeah i think it's interesting i remember yeah I just noticed we've got the same slate things <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like what's he on about yeah. just noticed his uh what are they called coasters coasters slate. we've got the same slate coasters yeah um sorry probably distracted like oh they're mine <laughs> they're not mine um when i was growing up and i was going into college it was like i have to go to a, a school in london i have yeah. to be in london because that was the place to be and actually now i look at it and i go actually if you're not in london that's a win because you're saving way more money yeah like you've not was- got that traveling on the tube every day yeah. and that, those extra stresses that you don't consider mm-hmm. whereas when you live in london the cost of living yeah the extra stress of traveling in that's an hour probably no matter where you live yeah. around london that's the thing it's thing.
1: like I can probably I can get there like the same distance from my parents' house as like my house now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. You know, obviously maybe you have to drive 10, 15 minutes to a train station and then get the train and the train might be more expensive. But actually the travel time is not too much no, difference.
0: Like when I lived in Sydenham, which is zone three, yeah. and when I lived in Ladywell, which is zone two, or Lewisham zone two, it still took me an hour to get to Covent yeah, Garden. It's like an hour
1: anyway, isn't it? Like no matter where you are. Yeah. I spoke to someone the other day, actually a student was asking me advice about colleges and mm-hmm. whatnot. And like one college was in London and one wasn't. And I said, well, you either you go there now and you're like in London and you're in the thick of it and all the rest of it, or you save that excitement for when you leave. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's actually a nice thing as well. Like, you know, you're gonna leave college and then you've got this new thing to look forward to, which is London Mm. and you can throw yourself in, as opposed to like being there from 18 and just taking everything for granted. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. It's everyone's own personal journey. But for me, it was like, I stayed at home whilst being at college. So, when I first ever moved out, it was to London. It wasn't like I moved out to go to college. So, all that initial kind of excitement of, like, I'm moving out was, like, all for that one same thing of being in yeah. London. Excitement and stress. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. being in London <laughs> is a stressful environment
0: if you're not... Like, if you're have if you struggling with college or you're tired or you're exhausted and you're struggling financially, London isn't an easy place to yeah, be. Yeah, I know. So, I guess if you can... Survive college without that added stress because college is stressful enough. Do you know what I mean? Like physically, every day, eight till or eight thirty till five or whatever the times are. I don't know. And then the mental side of it of being, if you're me, shit at everything. (laughs) Like do you know what I mean? Like I was (laughs) crap at everything. So (laughs) that added pressure of like money and commuting would have been too much for me. Well, I left after I left Millennium after eight weeks, so it didn't work anyway. But you you know what I mean.
1: How did you get into being a dancer um so my sister was dancing mm-hmm. um well dancing singing acting all that kind of stuff and, and all that jazz yeah all, all them things and i was like six years old and apparently i just asked my i think it was my mum probably at the time and just said like, oh can i can i join in that class and she was like yeah like you can join in um and then i started like doing i think my first ever class was like jazz mm-hmm. <laughs> Jazz. i can't imagine you just doing jazz yeah. but it was always at bodywork the kind of jazz that we did was before like street jazz and hip-hop or whatever they wanted to call it was like a thing the jazz was always a little bit on that kind of street side mm-hmm. so it was there was always technique but it was like a fusion of different things like yeah you know depending on who was teaching for example it wouldn't just be like straight jazz technique for like a six-year-old it'd be like a little bit more fun and mm. you know it's an interesting music so you're at bodywork at six yeah Oh, yeah.
0: sick! You're literally like a patron. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's been um, it's been a while. Yeah. So you went there at six years old. Yo, that's sick. So it's like if you think of it, twenty-two years. <laughs> yeah, like that's a huge part of your life. Yeah, and I think that's why I enjoy like teaching there so much, and I especially enjoyed investing in that that theater school because so I was in the theater school from six to sixteen, so that's like ten years. Mm. I was only at the college for three years. So, like, my connection really is with the theatre school, because that's where, Um, like, I grew up,
0: you know? And you teach in there, it makes complete sense. Yeah,
1: and, like, I kind of started teaching as I was at college, so I, like, went from being in the theatre school to teaching the theatre school with, like, no break, and the college Mm -hmm. was just something that happened, like, in the middle of it all. Yeah. And again, like, the teachers that you have at the college, like every college, they do come and go, whereas, like, the faculty and the, like, family from theatre school is kind of the same people that were there when I was six to now. Yeah. You know?
0: That's sick. So you just went in at six years old and were like, I like this. Yeah,
1: I just started doing, yeah, I did like this jazz class um, with a guy called Pete Hillier on a Saturday. Um, And then I think I started maybe like a musical theatre class. And then Stuart Bishop was at Bodywork Training Yeah, And he started this, I think it was called Street Jazz. I think it was, yeah, it was like a Street Jazz class on a Friday night. I remember I was too young for it, whatever the age was. I think the age was maybe like 10 and I was like eight. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, you can do it. And I was like, cool. So then he was my my first ever teacher, big up (laughs) Stuart. And that just gave me insight to like, you know, what the Kind of street styles where I guess like so you're you
0: were know. in Rudeye from the get go, yeah,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> the official Rudeye <laughs> that's sick, it was mad. I remember like Stuart used to like his tag was Rudeye, so yeah. like on his um, do you remember them CD cases that people used to have? Yeah, like, you open it and you've got like four different, things. yeah, yeah. He would have like Rudeye like written on it, his, his Adidas trousers, and I'm like, that's how I remember him, yeah. And he's still like that, yeah. which I think is like amazing, loads of colors, yeah, man. Just like st- stay, um, he stayed true to himself from. 1998 or whenever that was <laughs> Yo, that's
0: crazy that is mental when did you know that you wanted to do it for a living
1: or um, well, you could do it for yeah, a living I was thinking about this the other day and I don't actually know because I feel like I just loved it so much that I just wanted to do it mm. and like yeah I d- it's weird because I, I found like um, my sister was like clearing out my grandparents house and they found like a newspaper article and again I was like 10 or something and I'd like won some local dance competition and interviewed the, with the paper and I said like I wanted to be like a commercial dancer or like a backing dancer or whatever you yeah. call it in that time and so but I don't remember that I don't remember thinking like oh yeah I want to be that and I remember my my mum wanted me to go into musical theatre mm. which is what my sister has ended up doing and I think my dad was always like no he's going to be like a commercial dancer yeah and I remember my dad saying it but I don't remember me like actually saying it But obviously, I must have. Yeah. Um, But I think I just loved it. And then I was just like, oh, if I can, like, do this. I never thought about doing it for a living. I think I just thought about just doing it. And this is, like, what I'm going to do. And obviously, you'll get paid and that's how you, like, buy things. Mm. But I think I just wanted to do it all the time as opposed to, like, I'm going to do this to make money. It was like, no, I'm just going to do this because I don't want to be, like, at school. I don't want to be in an office job. Like, I don't want to do it as a job. I just want to do it all the time. I think that was, like, more more the case
0: yeah that's really interesting you made me think about how I got into it and mine was doing competitions and one of the judges who Glenn Ball who I'm sure you know Yeah. he was one of the judges and they were like he danced for Kylie Minogue and he does this and I was like he does what (laughs) and he was like he's on X Factor tour and I'm like what I'm like so what else what does he do and they're like that's his job and I was like what yeah, like that's a that's a job, and I never put into the aspect of, I never thought about you make money doing it. That's
1: the thing. And it like, was
0: never like a. Oh, that makes money, so I can
1: buy a car, I can buy a house, I can buy food. It was just yeah. that's your job. And even when I started teaching, like I've never had a normal a normal job in yeah. my life. Not one. Um, no, Sick. I've always just like taught and danced and whatever. But even when I was teaching, and then obviously I start you start getting paid. Still, then I don't think I made the connection of like. Oh yeah, this is like how I'm gonna like pay for stuff. It was just like a natural thing. Yeah, it just happened, which is strange because uh, you know now being the person that I am and like with the students that I have, I'm like this is business. You yeah. got to do this. You have got to brand yourself like this, and it's not because I want to take away that passion, but it's just because it is business. Yeah, and I think if I knew that earlier, like it would obviously have helped me along the way. But yeah. then at the same time, I feel like. The just general love for it and the passion is actually what guided me the right way to do kind of the right things. And like I knew I wanted to be in Nation from a young age because I looked at them, but it wasn't like to get paid. It was like because Into the Hoods is cool and I want to be in that show. Yeah. Like it wasn't, oh yeah, I'm going to do that because then I don't have to do a normal job.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's, it's so interesting. You're right. I think maybe if I knew the business side of dance, you're younger, Mm. maybe I wouldn't still do it yeah i don't know maybe the maybe i would have thought oh that's pressure yeah maybe if it had been like
1: branding and this and that you might have been like oh that's not fun anymore
0: yeah Yeah. but also i think because when we started your to make it the thing you do Mm. and it not just be for fun as in uh, part-time thing for it to be your full-time thing there was ve- it was very limited on what you could do yeah like we it, you were either a commercial dancer or you did a west end show or yeah. you taught that
1: was it there was yeah. no other and you only taught when you couldn't do it felt like you only taught if you weren't doing a job yeah you didn't decide to be a teacher yeah
0: and if you hadn't done jobs then you couldn't be a teacher Yeah, you didn't
1: have credits you couldn't teach <laughs> like it you know did
0: I mean that's kind yeah. of how it felt unless you taught like, well, in Cardiff, I probably could have taught easier. Yeah, you could
1: start your own dance school. Because like, I you know, had a school place. at
0: like 18. Like, I, well, didn't own it, but I was running it with mm-hmm. a woman and I taught all the classes. But I was only teaching beginners, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it was my way to make money through college. But that was never like, this is this is where I'm going to stay. Yeah. this never, this is the dream, this is going to be my job. But actually, I probably would have made more money doing that than trying to be a commercial dancer if I just run my own school and kept it going and did a very good job at it. Yeah,
1: and you could probably be like sitting there and other people would be teaching for you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but
0: I never thought about the money aspect
1: of stuff. but then that's good I think because you wouldn't be satisfied, you know, and like nowadays we can earn more money teaching than we can working, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to just teach. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, would you rather be in rehearsal with someone and then do like a wicked performance or would you rather like teach all day at a college for like a week yeah right now I'd rather do the performance because I know the teaching would always be there I thought I I fell
0: back and forth both like before I went to LA I didn't care about teaching and I just wanted Mm -hmm. to do big jobs but I was 21 yeah I mean and I think is that when you went 21 22 I was there yeah Yeah. so I left in 2013
1: yeah it's just mad because I feel like then Uh, the years that we were like young feel like they went on for so long yeah but actually it was like like two uh, two years
0: (laughs) yeah two years from like when i moved to london i was 19 yeah i did my first job at 18 but i moved to london at 19 kind of started working 19 20 Mm. and was moving to la the beginning of january 2013 yeah got my visa so in that two years like do you know what I mean I kind of made it work yeah but then I go back and forth I also think of some like I remember Ema saying to me oh wait like get more do more stuff here like yeah. you know I mean? do everything here and then go there but in my head I was like why why wait and if I built a whole life here and made lots of success and stuff then I had something to
1: lose yeah, the longer you stay the harder to leave
0: whereas I was just like if I get up and go now And it goes wrong i come home at 23 and yeah i'm still okay (laughs) i'm still where most people are starting yeah
1: some people are leaving college at 23.
0: yeah like i came home at 25. do you know what i mean and i'd done just under three years there yeah and i was like dope i got the experience i needed i got the experience i wanted and then i started a new career here Mm. and kind of came back with nothing and i've managed to build a little life since then yeah and find new passions i guess yeah like, got in that five years, got engaged, got property, got a car. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't lose out on anything. Yeah. But also, I think maybe if I went older, I'd have been in a more mental head space. I mm-hmm. would have been stronger there. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. But I think it's, again, it's about, like, what your values are at that time. And, like, the same with me, like, in the last few years, like, things have changed, you know? Yeah. And, like, what I would, what I want to do is... It's just different to what it was when i was like 21.
0: yeah because we were talking about the teaching like before that i never really cared about teaching Mm -hmm. i just wanted to dance wanted to train wanted to do big shows yeah whereas when i came back i was like right i need to make money because i've got none left and then i'd go and do a job and i remember doing anne marie on top of the pops for sean niles and emo which was dope. Like one of my favorite jobs doing with my friends. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. were dope dancers. Choreo was fresh. Music was dope. Like kind of a new artist that no one really knew of. Yeah. I was like, this is sick. So I did like two gigs with them. Now I remember getting my check for top of the pops. And at the time, I think it came through after like two rehearsals in a show or maybe a rehearsal in a show, like 400 pound, 404 pound and seven pence. something like that. I remember getting it from AMCK and be like, this was top of the pops. Like, yeah. This was like my dream, like one of my dream jobs to do Top of the Pops. Growing up, that was the thing that we watched. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. that—that's all I get. I was like, that's like a day and a half teaching somewhere. Like,
1: yeah, and it won't even cover your like rent or mortgage like, that month.
0: No, and I've just done in my head one of the biggest TV shows of all time. Yeah, and I was just like, and that was a big game changer for me. And I'd be like, wow, like the whole country has seen this. Yeah, and I've got nothing for it. And I can go and teach at a dance school for a day and a half and make the same wage. Yeah, mad. And it it really was an eye opener for me. And then seeing John Graham teaching a lot, a pineapple mm-hmm. and going. The master uh, of teaching. The master of teaching, <laughs> like dance God. That's what I call him. Like Eminem's rap God. He's dance God. And I'd be like, Oh wow. You go and teach like for an hour a day, a beginner's uh, classes and stuff like that. And you enjoy it because you're teaching what you like listening to yeah, what you want to you're do You're doing your movement they're coming for you coming as well, well which for, is yeah a, you know satisfaction of like people are actually here for me and I'm actually helping them. and I was like that's your that's how you're making a living and that was a game changer for me then I was a bit like all right I'm just gonna teach and I'd t- be teaching at Wilkes a lot and I'd go and do workshops and people would be like are you available for this job and I'd be like nah oh, yeah. and I'd be like why why would i lose a day's teaching yeah. and go and work two days for the same money at the end of it like it doesn't make sense yeah
1: it's also loyalty as well and i made certain decisions where i'm like okay maybe i'm getting x amount from that place for that day you might be offering me more but they're offering me that every week yeah and when i want to have a day after the job they're like yeah fine yeah so it's like ah, who am i gonna like invest more in yeah you
0: know completely thinking longevity as yeah. opposed to and then well, i always try and look at both sides of the Both sides of it because then if that job is something which is going to essentially, I I know it doesn't make make you a better teacher, but it adds more value to you as a teacher because they'll be like, oh my God, it's not just Kane Silver, the dance teacher, it's Kane Silver, the dance teacher that danced for Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah. And I think it's about keeping relevant, isn't it? It's like if I'm there every week teaching somewhere, I need to take a couple of days off to do some jobs and whatnot. So the students are inspired still as well. And I've yeah. got like something fresh to bring back to the table the next time mm. as opposed to like, oh, yeah. But, it's you know, if it's just a job that you've already done and it's not going to make any difference to your experience or your CV or whatever, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, I'd rather just work in the studio with these guys because they're cool and I like doing that. yeah like i've
0: noticed wilks since they've started and i always come back to them because it's i know the college very well Mm. and it's you know the only one i've ever really taught at like a lot Mm. and where they're very clever is everyone that's working there is still working yeah and and i was like that's genius because it's like you haven't got so and so who was fantastic 20 years ago you've got these people which are still coming in and like Josh Warnby teaches their Gaz Davis like yeah. they're choreographing jobs. It's like jobs.
1: direct connection from the industry. Yeah, Nick, not uh, just to get you a job but just experience. Like. Well,
0: And like you you hit the nail on the head with keeping the students inspired. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? As opposed to like I'll use me, me going in who hasn't done a quote unquote dance job in three, four years. Like that might not inspire them. Even though I'm doing Dream Boys, that's, I'm pretty sure another their <laughs> aspiration. Although I have had some of the boys go, how do I get into Dream Boys? Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, go and, go and dance first yeah. and then come and settle for the regular income. Yeah. Although it was that at first. And I think Dream Boys is changing now. I think it's going to be like much higher quality work. And the company has yeah. been bought out by a different owner. And the goals are very different.
1: It seems I've that way. And even with like, you know, there's other shows popping up all over the place as well that are like a, let's say... Similar theme, yeah, like Magic Mike and, and Forbidden Nights, you know. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, like you can actually be like a specialist in them shows, and it's mm. like you're getting paid to do this skill that you've developed and be in a massive production on like the West End,
0: yeah. Like, it, I went to watch Magic Mike just before christmas and i was like this is ridiculous it's nuts right like it's so good like loads of guys i know they're like i'm not watching that and i'm like no, no go yeah, like no. it's dope like they're so talented and like there's silks in it there's all different it's stuff. crazy
1: and i was i was a, a little bit like oh, okay what's this gonna be um and manny who plays mike is mm-hmm. like one of my original students from young so i went to support him um and all I've seen on Instagram is like all the kind of raunchy bits. Yeah. And you are like, I don't want like, to see him humping someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you go and watch the show and I'm like, oh wow. So what I thought I saw on Instagram was actually like 5% of what this show is. And yeah. the other 95% is really good. Yeah. And like creatively is on a different level from yeah. lights to sound to, you know, the whole concept of it. I'm like, ah, oh, they're, they're the bits that you should put on Instagram. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what I thought. So obviously the dancing's amazing right like they're all very very talented dancers It's choreographed by incredible choreographers Mm -hmm. so to me that was always a given like but when i watched it what blew my mind was the lighting in the production like there was one bit where witter was stood on this tiny little (laughs) table and there's a light which like where they've put the spotlights in in and it hits his (laughs) chest and he's got like a unicorn and it looks like it's tattooed on his chest and i was like that's the emblem that they're going with and i was just like who thought of that yeah like it's genius now all the boys have a unicorn tattoo on their chest from the lighting like just simple shit and i was like yo that's so clever
1: and the flow of it as well i really liked obviously it's like quite a small venue and a small stage but the way that they utilize the venue rather than just the stage and the way Mm -hmm. that things all move and like the sections link together yeah it's very clever this is
0: cool yeah
1: yeah and even
0: like forbidden nights like they have if you're uh you know, if you're like Lex yeah. and you have multiple skills, you're like, oh, there's an outlet for me. Yeah, I don't have to go and be the tricker or the yeah. dancer or the skater. I can be all of those. And how many jobs do you have that?
1: That's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's like people like Lex is a really good example of someone that's like really trained in particular areas, but not necessarily just one. He can do like everything. Mm. And it's like you go and see that. And I haven't actually seen that show, but I'm sure that he just looks amazing in it. And what more do you want to do than be you in a show? Yeah, like, he's not... Instead of being the backing. He's not someone. doing someone
0: else's track. Nah. Well, that's what I like about Dream Boys. Is like, I'm the artist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have... What character do you want to be today? Yeah. I like, I'm feeling this way today. I'm going to portray myself like this. Yeah. And there's no questions about it. There's no ifs or buts because I'm playing me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, what mood am I in? I haven't got to adapt anything for to fit Kylie. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I
1: mean? And that's the way, what we lack, I guess, in the kind of commercial dance world, isn't it? Mm. But yeah. then I still... I love being in the backing if that's my role because you embrace that role of like I'm gonna make her feel good. Uh, of course. And we're gonna be strong and like you watch your back and there's definitely a sense of satisfaction. Yeah,
0: I remember watching Alexandra Burke Bad Boys and I was like, I yeah. want to be a bad boy. Like, do you know what I mean? That was my thing. I was like, I want to be one of those guys. Yeah. And uh, that's what sold it to me was the, the vision of all their men like yeah. like and in my head I saw it as like. You, 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 and your mates, yeah. and you're chasing the girl, I was like, I want to be that. I want to be that. one of those guys.
1: Yeah, and it's the, you can still put a character into that as well. Yeah. I think you can always like play, play a role. It's just like up to you how far you take that, and, you, and not to overpower what's actually going on.
0: Do you think that's why you like doing like uh, a lot of the more musical hip hop stuff? Because I guess you are actually characters. You're not just going yeah. in and doing sixteen eight counts and then fucking off.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it why I enjoy working in hip hop theater is because I've always trained in all those street dance styles from a young age yeah. and there's not many times that you actually get to use them. None. And if like nine times out of 10, if you're doing locking on a job, you're doing like incorrect technique by someone who can't lock. Yeah. So to actually be learning like Tommy Franz's locking combos, Yeah. it's like, ah, oh, this is why I trained with Jimmy all them years. This is why I like, you know, worked my ass off mm. in certain styles. So I think the massive satisfaction for me is because of all that training and then still like, being able to further those dance styles yeah so it's like okay I can lock but I'm not like Tommy level locking but if yeah. I'm next to him in the show I need to like get on that yeah. kind of level and the more and the you're with the doing breaking. it with him the better you're gonna get right yeah so I think the characterization is definitely a part of it but for me it's more the movement I think because mm. again you just don't get to do those kind of styles and I, I love that aspect of it like I love doing choreography and I've always trained in choreography um but you know the street dance styles have been a big part of my like dance journey yeah and yeah there's just not many places where you get to do them
0: no there's not at all really i remember my first ever zoo nation audition and being like did a breaking breaking combo which i was fine with choreo combo i was fine with but then the popping one yeah like tanisha rest in peace teaching uh i feel for you yeah (laughs) i think i love you and i was like i am whack yeah and like, then you
1: see like someone like her do it and you're like oh my god well,
0: that, you're dope like that whole day she just did everything and roasted everyone yeah. like she looked better than everyone in the room she looked better than all the other donation heads like do you know what I mean? and i was just like "Yeah, i need to
1: train they're audition days man i just i feel like everyone needs to experience that a Nation audition. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Oh, it's a proper test of like, yeah. you think you're character. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like,
0: you think you're good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to throw you eight styles today. And, and then it's it.
1: like, okay, so you've got the popping combo. Now, can you reverse it on the other side, do it with a partner and now portray that you're in love or portray that there's been an argument and now freestyle in the same way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow. So I don't need to just do the popping and I need to be able to freestyle. Yeah. To a high level.
0: Yeah. And have a character and yeah. act. And, yeah. and switch that character up. Yeah. No, was, those were definitely eye openers. Yeah. I never got to do a zoo show. But I think my found like my understanding of why you loved doing the shows, my understanding of techniques, I didn't have it. Like, I never trained those things. We yeah. weren't exposed to those things no. in Cardiff. We just did choreo. So yeah. when I came here, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do choreo because it's what I know. Yeah. And then Zoo Nation was my first, I guess, insight into going, I should probably learn to lock. Yeah. I should probably learn to do popping. Do you know what I mean? That was the first experience of yeah. it.
1: But and I like, still find it hard. Like, um, classic example of like, jack of all trades master of none mm. and i think that that does help because like especially for zoo you do have to pretty much be able to do every style yeah to a certain level whereas like when i've worked with boy blue and other companies it's more about like okay what do you do if you're like a b-boy we can use that and fuse it with what we're doing you might have like the b-boy track yeah zoo is like much more about being versatile i think from what i've kind of gauged, i guess yeah
0: i agree whereas like when you go and watch uh say like recklessly Super yeah. reckless, he's predominantly a breaker, but he can slot into a bird gang show, he can yeah. slot into an avant garde show and a boy blue show. Yeah. And they'll all have tracks for him. Because yeah, yeah, he's although he'll, he'll do everything, he'll predominantly do that part yeah, of the that's show That's
1: his role and then he kind of fits into the other bits.
0: No, it makes sense. What's your goals for the future? Like what what do you want to <laughs> do? What do you plan to do
1: in an ideal scenario? I think Yeah. <laughs> um about two years ago i said to myself i want to dance again because i felt like i danced loads and then i always like taught so that's been something that's never left me but i danced loads and then i started like choreographing a bit and i luckily mm-hmm. found like I, f- I fell into choreography if i'm honest i never went i'm going to be a choreographer mm-hmm. and i fell into like some fortunate positions and did some stuff and i feel like that then took me away from dance and yeah i definitely feel like certain people kind of went oh he's trying to be a choreographer now like yeah. we're not going to book him and all that kind of stuff which happens yeah but it, it was, the annoyance was, I was like, I never like said I wanted to be a choreographer. And even if I said I wanted to be a choreographer, it would be like still dancer choreographer, not like choreographer choreographer, like yeah. sitting down, you know. I want to be part of it still. Um, so yeah, about two years ago, I said like, I want to dance again. Um, and I reconnected with some of the agents and reconnected with Dancers Inc as well.
0: Yeah, I saw you do a few gigs
1: with Gianni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did some stuff for Ali Brook, which was yeah, cool. Yeah,
0: because I remember before that, uh think seeing you i thought that you were just teaching full-time at body works because yeah. i was like oh he's not performing as much anymore he's doing full-time body work. So yeah. i was like you know he's gone for the i'm gonna have regular income idea yeah. and then when i saw you do the stuff with johnny and ali i was like oh he's back, he's
1: back yeah and i mean <laughs> like basically after we did into the hoods i was injured um so i had to kind of take a year out ish mm. definitely for like tricking and stuff and like Obviously, you know I, you know, yeah. tricked a lot, and when I'm in a show, especially, I'm I do get the more like tricker role. Yeah. Um. So I had to I had to take time out, and that came at a convenient time where like a few choreography bits came in and teaching was like there in abundance. Yeah. So it all came at a good time, but then it got to the point where I was like, I just want to dance again. So yeah, I luckily did some stuff. For Ali Brook, um, a few gigs, which were really cool because it was like back into actual commercial work. Yeah. And. Even, Not even like, theatre work it no, back into yeah, like, like fully like we're backing an artist, and I was like, oh, this, this is fun. I haven't done this in a little while, you know. This is what I wanted to do when I was like 16. Yeah. Um. And I yeah had a taste of it when I was like kind of 18 to 21. I say like my first few years of working was pretty much all commercial stuff with mm. a few boy blue bits here and there. So it's nice to get back into that. And then I fell back into shows. And then it's like, okay, I feel like I I've ticked like some boxes dance-wise that I wanted to do. I wanted to do a few more shows. I wanted to do commercial, a few more commercial bits. And again, like being original cast in this show. Mm. So now I'm kind of like, yeah, what what is next? Like, I, I like choreographing. I like creating work. Um, I have my own company that I run as well. And we we do a lot of stuff. Um, I like teaching. I guess I just want to do more of all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with this show. Like, there's there's plans for it, but nothing confirmed just yet. If it goes on to like tour around the world, I'd love to like potentially stay with it and see some cool places and keep doing a show that i've been like a pleasure to be a part of and been privileged i guess to be part of it from the start Mm. um but yeah i'm definitely in a place where i'm i'm thinking about what i want to do and my honest answer right now is i don't actually know yeah um but i think that's okay because you never know what's around the corner. Like, I didn't know this show was coming. This show didn't exist, like, a couple years ago. And even then, it was, like, in R&D phase. Like, a year ago, I didn't know what bottle was, and now I'm doing it full-time. Yeah. So I think we always have to remember that, like... With musical theatre, it's different. You know that, like, Lay Miz is there and Phantom is there and all these shows mm-hmm. are there. And new shows come about, but you know, like, you can go, Oh, I want to be in that because it's going to be there for like 10 years. In the yeah, West you end. know, Wicked's not leaving. Yeah, but we don't know what artist is coming up next week. We don't know what show is going to be created. We don't know who's going to get, like, funding to have a new show. We don't know what choreographer is going to come over from, like, America. And mm-hmm. I remember a time when we were auditioning here and it was like, it felt like every month there was an American choreographer here. Dude, do you remember, like, you um, know? like
0: between 2010 and 2010, Thirteen, like it felt like it was. There was always an audition, right? Yeah. Like for Cheryl Cole, for Fatima, yeah, like for Frank Rihanna, was quite a Frank for Beyonce. Like oh, there was always yeah, something. was
1: here for Rihanna. And stuff. Whereas
0: now, like I mean, I don't audition anymore, really. I mean, but I don't really hear of them.
1: Yeah, but like what I'm saying is, if you know, Rich and Tone came over, I'm there. Oh. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna get yeah. it, but I at least want to put myself in the firing line and see. I'm there too. Don't what worry. What could happen? You know? <laughs> same like. When Frank was coming over, I worked with him a little bit and I felt like, oh, I'm starting to build a relationship and then he didn't come over anymore. Yeah. But he came back and, you know, you just never really know what's around the corner to do. And I think that's the the pleasure of it. And I think I just want to do, like, good work, you know? Um, if, some, if an artist popped up out of nowhere and I just say the choreographer was someone of doing steps that I want to do, a movement that I want to do, then I'm into it. Yeah. I think it is... It is hard to predict the future, especially with, like, how the scene is right now. Because I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty. I feel like jobs are really, like, sporadic and really spread out. It's Mm -hmm. not like, oh, AMCK is getting all the work. Like, to be fair, Dancers Inc., I think, are getting a lot of the commercial stuff right now. Mm -hmm. But you just never know when, like, that's going to... Be someone else, or yeah, you know, it just depends. Like, everybody can get work nowadays,
0: yeah. I think it also d- relies on who the flavor is for like who's the choreographer, who's the creative. Yeah. Like, massively, like when Beth Honan's doing everything, like you probably i think it's still the same way it always was going to go through Dancers Inc. Yeah, do you know what I mean like when Kim Gavin's doing stuff, it normally goes through Dancers Inc. Or yeah. did I don't know if these still, still the way yeah, it goes, as far as I'm aware, but anything that's Ashley. Like you know, your Robbies, you take that, yeah. like films and adverts for him. Like he's the biggest choreographer in the world now. Yeah. Like predominantly, like he's just won, he's won awards like every year for like two or three years. That's yeah. like it's gonna go through Coots. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think for me, I yeah. always was like I worked more for Jerry and Ash, like for Coots, than any other agent because yeah. I found myself always working for whatever Jerry had. Yeah, it's not very often I did a Beth Honan. Yeah. So I didn't work that much with Dancers Inc. And I never really did hardly anything with Mass. Do you know what I mean? I did a bit, few bits with AMCK. It, I think it fell under what choreographer you're working for at the mm. time.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I think I would like to do more of the same. But just, again, for like the right artists and the right choreographers. Yeah. It's just a case of like when that comes up, I guess. Yeah, and in I- the meantime, just pushing on with like training and still enjoying dance and and doing all the other bits that I have going on
0: yeah it's hard isn't it like I think now you said earlier like you know there was loads of auditions so if that come up again and a rich and tone come over to do an audition yeah. you'd be there but would they like would there be auditions I feel like everything now is via social media everything is you know yeah we but then find these dancers at
1: the same time like you build a career based on like rep right like representation and like what what people think of you. So I'd like to think that if a choreographer came over from America and I was like perfect for what they wanted, hopefully, you, you know, through the social media and whatnot and recommendation and people knowing yeah. us and hard work that we've put in, you might get a call, you know? Yeah.
0: Or the agent would go, you should use this dude. You should yeah. use Lyndon because I think he'd fit you really well. Yeah.
1: But on the flip side, I, th- I think the audition side of things, it's a shame that there's not them opportunities because I only, Got into the scene through auditions same like straight up you know and mm. auditioning against people that were working all the time mm. and we got our breaks like that yeah and i think that is like fair really yeah you know? all my all the all the
0: jobs which were like game breakers yeah. like deal breakers i auditioned for yeah
1: and like, you sweated out and you you earned that that job yeah. it wasn't just like oh mate do you want to do it because like, i heard you're pretty good yeah it's like i'm gonna to prove to you why you should give me a chance.
0: Yeah, like the only super big job I never auditioned for was Nicole. Yeah, like that was direct, but, but
1: that was once you'd done a series of stuff. Yeah, like, and that was like, yeah.
0: through recommendations in LA and people knowing me. Like, I got recommended to Jaquel from a woman called Kenya. Like, do you know what I mean it was like kind of a yeah. pass on? They wanted a white guy who could dance and flip, and yeah. it was like, well, you yeah. should yeah. use Kane. Yeah, cane. yeah. <laughs> 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 like, <it's> like <laughs> but. Everything here was an audition. Derulo, like, all the, like, Cheryl, for all the American choreographers that I wanted to work for, yeah. they were all auditions.
1: And that was what was good about the Americans when they came over. It was like, I want an audition. I felt that from yeah. them. It was like, no, I want to see what London's got to offer. Like, I know you've got this person, that person, but, like, does, I want to come and see. Does that still happen? Uh, not. Like, bad. I know
0: it doesn't yeah. happen very much with English choreographers because they kind of know everyone, or where they, they teach them at college now, they kind of go straight from leaving college to working straight yeah. for the person who's taught them
1: Yeah. Which I think is good because, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. Hundred percent. Um but no I just yeah. I I can't remember the last time there was like a, a big audition that I was like yeah. That,
0: yeah. Well you always get the you know, the EMAs. That's always your audition. Yeah. But then that's seventeen thousand people fighting for five spaces. Yeah. Or ten spaces. Whereas realistically I'm pretty sure they could book it without doing an audition of that's that many the other or, thing
1: I I think yeah, it's got for me to go. It's got to be fair. Yeah, I've got to feel like there's actually a job I'm auditioning for. Yeah, and that that whoever's taking the audition is genuinely looking for new people. Yeah, if I don't know them already, not
0: looking for their peeps.
1: Yeah, and not doing it just so we can say we had this big audition. Mm. You know, because remember,
0: like for in our generation, X Factor was the the thing of the year, right? Yeah, like you know that from. For the month before x factor sean Niles' class is going to be packed yeah do you know what i mean like you just know we used to call it x factor season like everyone would be trying to get their training in like well there's time Yeah. let me do four classes and i'll be ready (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly but like that
1: was the thing of the year whereas i don't know if that's still no i mean i haven't been to an x factor in a long time so and like with me and x every time i've gone to the edition i haven't got it and i've done the show And every time I've gone to audition and got like in the pool, yeah, I've never been used. So I'm like, "Ah, I'll just stop going. And then (laughs) if if they want me, they want me. Yeah, the odds work the other way. Yeah, and it's the same thing. Like, oh, can you do it? Because we want like to add some trickers into the final who can do choreo. Yeah, like I feel like I know my bracket within like say the X Factor world. Yeah, and it's like, you know, if you think of me, you think of me. And it's cool. Mm. If not, like someone else who really wants that job and like lives for let's say commercial choreography like you do it yeah because you know there's other things
0: so you just said like you kind of know your bracket within the the x-factor world but do you not think that's with like if you're successful and you make a living from this you kind of understand your niche yeah like for me that was something that it took me a while to figure out yeah and i was like i kind of went against the grain on mine because the thing that my niche fitted i never really wanted to do like i'm a white ginger pale guy like from wales who's five foot eight i'm not going to be next to beyonce do you know what i mean like
1: yeah was the same with me it was like you know there's things that you want to do but then it's there's things that you're you're actually going to do
0: yeah and i was like i'm pretty sure if i didn't get tattoos and go to the gym i probably could have done glee i probably could have done uh disney channel do you know what i mean because i looked like the young fresh geeky kind of vibe but i was like i want to dance for nicole i want to dance for j-lo like that was always my i want to be that guy Mm. so i was like okay i'm gonna get tattoos i'm gonna try and i mean i wanted them anyway but i was like i'm gonna get tattoos i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna get hunky and actually that probably put me in a harder predicament because then it was like i don't fit any places yeah and i really found that as a thing do you know what i mean and I was like, oh, and that's why I kind of like when Magic Mike came up and like like Dream Boys, I was like, oh, there's an option now for me to fulfill.
1: Yeah, I fit that. that
0: kind of role that I wanted to play, like the hunky guy. Because I always mm-hmm. used to look at like Glenn Ball, Brian Tanaka, and be like, fuck, I want to be those guys with like the popping abs through the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they
1: were a lot taller than us.
0: <laughs> a lot taller and much prettier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I feel like we can relate on that. And I think even... I think it was that film audition that we did. I remember standing next to you and we were like, oh, we're like similar, like... Yeah, building we did. Size we were and like... Stuff. And we did but a we job... looked different to everyone else. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we were bulkier
0: than everyone else. Yeah. Do you know I mean, a lot of people... That was with. our
1: thing. It was like... Well, not, not our thing, but it was our generation was like... The Dancers Inc. boy at the time that was working had tattoos and was muscly. Yeah. I, I, had... n- I never wanted tattoos. Well, I kind of wanted tattoos, but... I think my issue with needles is just that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're afraid, <laughs> scared of needles. But um, you know, it was like yeah, if I go to the gym and get like wham, then I'm I'll look like a commercial dancer. Yeah. And well, and now it's just not like that at all. Well,
0: that was how that's what it was when I started. Yeah. Like the people that worked, Jay, Glenball, BB, they all had bodies like. Yeah. And I remember
1: mean, one point thinking like, oh, I'm like, too big. Not in like I was not big for like a f- person that goes to the gym, but in yeah. the dance world, I started to feel a bit stiff and a bit like yeah, oh, my rigid. God, like. Everyone's like skinny and l- like lengthy with their limbs. <laughs> yeah, everyone's very floppy. <laughs> everyone's catching aliens. And yeah.
0: wow. <laughs> you take the rocks right there, but that's what's in now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like being, I think, being a more slender dancer mm. is the new in thing. Yeah. You look nicer in skinny jeans.
1: Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and on that
0: bombshell, <laughs> um, if you could give some advice to a dancer trying to make a living out Of this, or do this for the rest of their career as a performer, and just this, as you've obviously made it work for you, what would it be?
1: I think the main thing is to know that it is actually possible, and like so many people just doubt it. I'm like, without being like arrogant, we've both bought the like houses from like dance, mm. like from you know, standing on my feet and creating movement, yeah. And I think that hard work is what I always say and it seems like a simple thing but like the people that work the hardest get the most out of it I think yeah you can't put all that energy into something and not get anything from it yeah it, you know energy has to go somewhere and I'm like crazy spiritual but I'm like if you put your all into something you will get something back it yeah. might not be what you thought you were going to get yeah but you're going to get something back from it um you know train properly and train hard and train with the right people there's so many classes out there and I've heard a lot of people talk about it on different podcasts mm-hmm. with you and all the rest of it. And it's like, I'm not saying don't go to a class that you enjoy, but also go to the ones that are going to get you work. Mm-hmm. Go to the right classes. Like look at the teachers. Are you, are you going there to learn a lesson or are you going there to learn a combo? Yeah. You know, cause That's dope. luckily we still have people like John, like, uh, Kenrick, like Tally when she's doing her intensives, um, you know, Cisco still teaches every now and again, mm-hmm. Kim, if you can catch her whenever. Kim actually know.
0: teaches more than anyone, but no one does it because she does her. She doesn't teach a class at base now. She teaches her intensives. Yeah. So if you can get on a weekly intensives, like you're getting See training for me from one of the best teachers in the country. Yeah.
1: And we, that's how we learn. And then people are still here. Yeah. So look at like, you know, maybe because the generations have moved on slightly now. Yeah. So people, if you look at like, say our generation and then look at who we trained with, Maybe train with them rather than just training in your own generation. Yeah. Because there's only a certain amount that someone can teach you if they've got the same life experience as you. Mm. And like I said, like, you know, go and do it and enjoy it and learn from everyone, like learn from your friends. But we've got like such fantastic teachers and mentors here in the UK Mm. and I just feel like they're not utilized at all. Like why is John and Marco's class only popping now? yeah they've been teaching that for time i've been saying this for 10 years i have students come and say oh my god i did john and marcos and like it really reminded me of you i was like are you crazy i've been telling you about them for years yeah it's because like, i learned from them yeah they taught me like <laughs> everything yeah you know and i think yeah while then people are still teaching gotta gotta utilize yeah because
0: right? they won't forever yeah do you know what i mean no 100 percent. like jimmy williams i'm like everyone is like oh what classes do you have when try jimmy's i don't really like locking yeah neither did i yeah but i loved his class but do you like Like, dancing yeah
1: so then go to someone who's going to teach you how to dance
0: yeah i know it's not popping and it's not on instagram and you probably won't get a video out of it yeah but it's dope training and the
1: people in that class will roast you yeah yeah and they're not even dancers (laughs) you know what i mean his regular like beginners that work at the bank will like teach you a lesson about yourself yeah
0: but then okay so say we went uh to a dancer who's 17 or 18 or whatever, they've just left college or they've not gone to college and they're going, I want to be like Lyndon Barr. I want to be in Zoo Nation. I need to learn from him mm. or I'm going to take X, Y, and Z's class at base. But why wouldn't you go, who did Lyndon learn from? Yeah. Are they still teaching? Do you know what I mean? That'd yeah. be the source to go to.
1: That's the natural kind of chain of command, isn't it? You know?
0: Right? Like we don't learn... A footballer doesn't go up to the other footballer and go teach me to like play football. They go to the football coach or to yeah. the, the manager. and well, they, they look
1: at the clubs that they went to, yeah. the training academies that they went to. It's the same with like CVs as well. Like you can access like pretty much everyone's CV online now. Mm-hmm. Um, so look at what people have done and who they've worked for. Nine times out of ten, it will say the choreographer next to it. Yeah. And obviously, like over time, choreographers and stuff change and new people come in. But like, if you look at who I've worked for like my one of my first like commercial jobs let's say was share loaded and it was with tommy yeah and now i'm working with tommy in a show like the reason why he employed me maybe was because i had that kind of street dance background Mm. like i didn't work for someone that was like completely far away from me yeah there's always like a kind of um a system i guess there's yeah there's a sense behind the madness like a method behind the madness you know what i mean it's like oh that kind of choreographer likes those styles of dance. He mm-hmm. does them styles of dance. Mm-hmm. It might be a commercial job, but you know,
0: mm. I makes think sense. there's so much more to learning and educating yourself than just actually dancing it. Like, as, to do this for a job, and that's what a lot of people miss out on. I always say I'm nowhere near the best dancer, but I'm very smart. Yeah, like, and you have to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, if there was an audition, like I always used Jason Drewler as my one because it was the 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 one which I prepared for the most, mm. and probably shouldn't have got the most like do you mean there's like a hundred and something boys in the room yeah i wasn't even invited to the audition but i was like i really want that job they would cast two boys out of everyone in the room yeah but the night before i stayed up for four and a half five hours researching all the latest performances he did looked at what ivan kumway have like found picked a dancer i was like i'm going to be ivan i'm going to be the white guy not going to be the asian guy or the black guy i'm going to be the white guy because that's what they've been doing what did he wear in the show Oh, a leatherman's jacket, a snapback, and black jeans. I'm gonna wear that to the. i I'm, aud- I'm gonna wear that to the audition. Yeah. I studied the movement. I didn't learn the combo, but I learned the accents and the kind of vibe. And
1: yeah, the vibe and
0: so when you were to freestyle, you knew what they wanted. I knew what kind of things they wanted. So then, when I went to the audition, I wasn't going, "Look, I can do the job." I was going, "I'm already on the job." Yeah. Y- you've already cast me.
1: Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's it. Like, it it just takes that little thought of like oh, maybe if I just do a little bit more work, I'll get there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think I mean about hard work. Because you could take class all day, every day, and that's cool. But, like, how much stuff are you doing behind the scenes? Like, you know, nine times out of ten in a job, you're going to have to freestyle, say.
0: Mm -hmm. So how much freestyle training is Yeah,
1: and are you training – there's a million ways of freestyle. There's, like, freestyle for hip-hop battle. There's freestyle for, like – an X-Factor type commercial audition, there's freestyle for a Samsung advert who want you to, you know, freestyle with the phone and sell it to you. There's mm-hmm. like all these different things. And it's like, have you got like a four or eight freestyle that you're going to pull out on all them situations? Because it's not going to work. No. Or have you got like a little trick set that you can use for that? Like I remember when I auditioned for like agencies, which again, doesn't seem to happen so much anymore, no. but that's where we used to go to agency auditions all the well, time. because
0: we had 12 agents. <laughs> like, do yeah. you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> but like, I would know kind of... I'd do like a a B twist and then I'd know I'd do a bit of floor work and then I'd get up and I'd do like a round of back tuck and I'd be like, because by doing that, I can show them that I can like flip, I can do like maybe a bit of break in and then obviously there's always going to be a a bit where I'm stood up and I'm like performing using my face Mm. and it was like, although it wasn't like choreographed, I knew what I was doing. I didn't just go in and just think, ah, what's going to happen today, you know, because in the the day, it's not like a, it's not training, it's a job. It's like a, an audition, sorry. Yeah. It's not a battle. So I'm not responding from the person next to me. Yeah. It's trying, trying to stay authentic within like hip hop. It, it's a chance to show your skills. I'm trying to capture attention. I'm trying to get like my next year of work from these guys. Like, yeah. just think about it a little bit.
0: We were at base the other day and Marco made a joke about like, uh, Oh, I can do your freestyle. I know your freestyle. I've seen it so many times, and I'm like, yeah, bro. I was like, yeah. but look what it's got me. And how like, many jobs did they with me? Because I know I don't need to do 26 backflips because I can't. But do you know what I mean I can yeah. do a gainer, some swipe, my toothpick that I made up because no one else will do that because no one else t- has done it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And you if you, even if you do time it, times. everyone goes, oh, Kane. Like do you know what I mean that's yeah. the Kane thing? Got the Welsh slide that Lee taught me. Like we've got like the go-to things, but I know that they work in those yeah. scenarios. Do yeah you know I mean? and
1: you've got to have like i always made sure i had um flips that stayed like on the spot as well because if you're in a group of five like you know what it's like especially in like the male auditions yeah, like, running, running past you to do attack we don't need any of that going like, on you know someone lands like really low and you're just thinking wow it's it's not beckton guys like you know mm. so you got to again have like how can i show off my explosive movement but stay in my space yeah this is yeah there's a lot to think about i, think. I
0: always used to say that um Someone should be doing like, like I said it to Jerry before. I was like, S- you should be doing audition classes. Mm. Like you should be having a dance class, but as an audition, so people can practice the skills of auditioning and give yeah. feedback at it. And I guess now people do that at intensives.
1: And they do it at college, but it's never gonna be a true representation of an audition because, because you're, you're auditioning around. against people next to you from college that you know. You're probably gonna do it with your teacher or maybe a, a guest teacher. Mm. But there's just there's not that like say you did it with um there's
0: not that adrenaline rush in yeah the room.
1: but say jerry did it you'd be like okay this is not a real audition but he but is Jerry has work yeah so this could actually lead to something yeah whereas like you know if i do it at, at a college or something they might not know who i am and they'll just be like and hey,
0: i'm not you know. gaining an audition i'm not going to gain a job out of it
1: yeah yet essentially but then the, like you say, they're starting to do it in uh, the intensives and i i feel like chris probably does that a lot at dancers inc one I'm yeah i'm sure Cisco does yeah a hundred percent a lot of stuff like that
0: but then at the same time there's no auditions now
1: yeah so you're preparing <laughs> so, so you're all fucking too late <laughs> preparing for an audition that's not there
0: because I, I remember when i came back from la and again like i said i'm nowhere near the best answer but i'm fucking smart came back from la and i remember going to an audition i did one for skin and one for magic Mike, and everyone had like their, their joggers on or like a pair of shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and i was like You're asking people to pay you. Like, why are you rocking up in, like, your gym clothes? Yeah. Like, you need to be presentable, yo. You need to show them that you're stage ready, not that they can get you ready for stage. Yeah. Like, little things like that where it's, like...
1: But I think that comes from, as well, like, I don't know if you felt the same, but we used to look young. So... When I was auditioning, I'd be like, right, what's going to make me look older? Yeah, that's okay, true. let me put jeans on. I, mean, I used to wear like, my classic audition outfit was like black kind of slimmish jeans, a white like V-neck because I was like, yeah, it makes me it makes look a bit, a bit bigger, yeah, you know, yeah. tight, tight sleeves and like a hat, like black hat backwards or whatever. And I was, yeah. you know, trying to grow so my that... facial hair from like 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Then you, it, you've nailed it. And that was like something that I, I did. I didn't just wake up and go, oh, what should I put on today? Okay, cool. And again, like what you said about Jason Derulo, I'd look at the audition. If it was like a very, let's say, yeah, com- commercial thing where it's going to be like for an artist, I you're not really going to dance for an artist in Tractor Bombs. Like you're going to be in maybe boots, maybe jeans, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't go to that extreme of like wearing boots in audition because again, like doing tricks and stuff, I was like trainers, but smart trainers, like yeah. not battered trainers, trainers that I've been training in. Like, you know, yeah. they don't need to be like, fresh but they just need to be clean yeah <laughs> and like non battered. Yeah, presentable. Yeah. Because their first impression is what they what you look like. Well, you wouldn't go to a job interview in a tracksuit, you know. No. I'm not saying we need to stand up traditions in suits, but it's the same thing, isn't it? Like it is a job at the end of the day. Yeah. And how you present yourself is is gonna be like the first thing they look at. Someone said to me before, like do you think people judge on looks or talent first? And I'm like, Well it's definitely look because they see you before, before they see you, you dance. Yeah. Like
0: so automatically there's a perception
1: you know like someone like anthony k walks into the room and you're like well yeah yeah, yeah cool yeah <laughs> same with like Aaron Ritter. like yo, yeah you walk like, into me and him walk into the room <laughs> yeah, they're all gonna <laughs> look at him do you know what i mean like yeah. that's fine yeah I, I was like bad with my hair like i i I always needed to make sure I had like a fresh trim because I think that's another thing for like as a male. There's not too many things you need to worry about. Like we don't need to go and put on makeup. Don't need to do makeup. It. We don't need to have nice nails. But you can that. get like a haircut every two weeks. Like and I used to always have to tell myself like come yeah. on, like just walk in because again, like, one of my old teachers said like if you're dressed good and you feel good about what you're wearing, you're gonna dance better. Like yeah. it's a fact. If you
0: walk in and you're like, you're gonna ooze the confidence. Yeah, yeah and I, mean? I see
1: it more like within female dancers. I think when they like maybe try out a new audition outfit and it's like. It's, it's gone a bit wrong and then they just like crumble you know, crumble the whole audition you're like ah. yeah I'm so glad I'm not a girl
0: same like sometimes I wish I wish though if I if I look good bold I would just shave my head yeah I'm like how like do you know I mean like, just wake up just like wake that. up boom yeah. I'm yeah. audition ready or really. show ready you can sweat out and it, yeah, yeah. it like, might get that's, a bit shiny but that's funny. why I start wearing hats all the time Yeah. like if you know and you, you're quite similar you wear a hat a lot right
1: not anymore but I used to you yeah. used to
0: like for me it was like all right, if I don't wear a hat and I take class, I've got to do my hair again. Yeah. Like, and my hair is not going to look good for the entire class or for the entire audition or for the whole day. Like, and that was, so I was just like, cool, I'll just carry two hats. Yeah, like I think that was hat.
1: another thing that I used to always wear hat for auditions because again, it was like one way of, even if my hair wasn't like, Sh- like sharpen at that point it was like clean
0: look yeah when they go line up and you're looking like a bag <laughs> of sweat like with your hair all over the place yeah. then it removes it eliminates a factor i know sometimes they say can you take a hat off yeah, please like, oh. but 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 then at least they know yeah. that you've had a hat on that's why you look like a dick yeah do you know didn't what I mean? just turn out like that yeah you put in some effort
1: yeah you know that's what it is effort isn't it mm. on different levels not yeah. just like the steps
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah
1: this has been dope yeah man thank you so much bro oh, thank I, you
0: i got a rehearsal i got a creative day
1: creative day
0: a creative day what are you creating today just another section of the show just another we, section. yeah we had to give everyone the day off because we were gonna do a i probably shouldn't say it but i don't care jordan won't mind we're meant to do a doctor's theme like okay. for the show but with the coronavirus <laughs> the <laughs> owner brought up a valid point which is mad because me jordan and schmike Hadn't even thought about it. Do you yeah. I mean? Because that's not—that's you you, yeah. not how our brain works. Yeah. Like, do you know I mean we're just like doctors are sexy? Like, do you know I mean women love a? Oh, I love me a doctor. Like, do you know I mean or oh, yeah. the hot doctors? Like you see it on Friends. You know I mean? Yeah, there we go. So you're like, oh yeah, and they're like, no, we don't know where this Corona shit's gonna go, so maybe we shouldn't do that. It's mad, isn't it? And then you're like, oh wow, you're right.
1: Yeah, we had an email from Sadler's Rose yesterday, and it was like, basically just saying, wash your hands. keep doing everything that you're doing. But I was like, this is quite serious.
0: Yeah. I've heard so many cons- conspiracy th- conspiracy theories yeah, about it. Same. Anyway, that's not what this podcast <laughs> about. Let's not go down the rabbit hole because I could talk. I, I love it. Yeah. Every day the boys come in and go, so I read this about it. And I'm like, tell me. Where did you read it? Yeah, <laughs> tell me. On a YouTube vlog. Don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's dope. Thank you so no. much. No, thank you. Um, man. People can find you on Instagram at Linden... Elements. Elements. I went to say Linden Bar Elements, but it's not. It's Linden, Linden Elements with, with a Z. Z. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'd give them, you can give them your other socials if you've got them.
1: Uh, that's the same for Instagram. Same for Twitter, but no one really uses Twitter. Yeah, you got TikTok yet? Uh, Yeah, my company has it, so Elements underscore N has TikTok, but I don't know
0: how to use it. No, me either. I just upload all my videos from Instagram onto TikTok, thinking maybe this will work, but I get no love.
1: My thought is, like, if I can get all the kids that come to the classes to, like, put their videos on there, maybe something will happen.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) before we leave, check this. This is a gangster idea. So I taught at this dance school the other day, and this woman, Emma, she's very clever. She's an OG. She's in Wales. She, like, teaches, like, for youth companies and stuff like that and, like, Mm -hmm. uh, underprivileged kids. And she's struggling with the students to motivate them, like, to put effort in in class and stuff. But she she started a TikTok account for the school and she follows them all on there. And she sees how much effort they put in at home doing these TikTok videos. So now she's based her lessons around TikTok. And she's like, okay, instead of practicing these viral dances that everyone's doing, you have have to create your own and then... But you're going to create it for TikTok, so it's uh, like I used to do. Right, we're going to create a show scenario and we're going to perform for Britney tonight. Yeah, do you know I mean instead of creating that? She gives them the challenge to create TikTok pieces. There we go. Like, I was like,
1: Yeah, gangster. There's definitely something out of it for teachers, you can get something out of it. Definitely. Yeah,
0: so it's definitely a way to motivate them, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not down with this TikTok thing
1: yeah I feel feel old yeah
0: I think I've got like 20 followers or something yeah Yeah. no that's not cool killer I'm so uncool (laughs) (laughs) anyway on a tangent thank you so much bro it's been a pleasure Uh, peeps please follow us both on Instagram I assume you already do follow me if you're listening Uh, and if you listen on iTunes please leave us a five star rating and review if you don't think it's a five star review just do it anyway and be nice Um, that'd be really nice it really helps me uh climb the charts in itunes and then i'll be available to more listeners the more listeners that listen the more content i'll be able to provide you because this shit is expensive to do and i need help doing it one love thanks bye